Gasp, I've returned! Um, I've been doing quite a bit, and I apologize for disappearing on you guys, but I've also been doing a lot of writing, excessive amounts of working, uh, you know, because COVID's no joke, and <laughs> um, I'm just going to go into the articles that I've been posting, really, on Vocal, and I've been having a lot of fun. So in case if I ever do disappear, you know, like, oh, what is she doing? I'm probably writing again. So you can definitely find me on vocal.media. So here we go. I'm going to start with reading Blood of the Covenant is Thicker Than Milk. There are indeed various evidences that the tie of blood covenanting is reckoned in the East. Even a closer tie than that of natural descent that a friend by this tie is nearer and is dearer, sticketh closer than a brother by birth. We in the West are accustomed to say that blood is thicker than water. But the Arabs have the idea that blood is thicker than milk, than a mother's milk. With them, any two children nourished at the same breast are called milk brothers or sucking brothers. And the tie between such is strong. H.C. Trumbull the blood covenant the abused phrase blood is thicker than water are often derived from a bevy of writers like germanic authors heinrich der gleisenzer in his 13th century piece reynard the fox a piece about a fox tricking animals including a wolf but escapes their punishment by healing the king lion to overcome his adversaries, only to poison him too. Huh. In English, it reads, I also hear it said kin blood is not spoiled by water. Although it is believed the intention is to state that blood is thicker than water. It is a rough translation, but it seems the blood reference may fall from Grimbert. The story holds variations, but carries the same storyline. The king lion summons a court of animals to find a list of crimes against Reynard, and every animal discusses the trouble of him except the cat and the badger. Reynard tricks the bear to getting honey, which leads him to get beat. The cat, who held no complaint, must retrieve Reynard and is tricked into a barn with a trap meant for him. The cat is caught in his trap and beaten. Grimbert, the badger, the fox's nephew, convinced him to come to the court. He confesses before the king about finding gold that he cannot retrieve because he is banned by the church. To lift the ban, he waited to request a repeal to the Pope and requested the ram and hare to join him. He claims to wish his wife farewell and beheads the hare and placed it into a bag as a message to the king. The ram never checked the bag. The animals are angry 
at the tribulations Reyna causes, but his nephew, the Badger, still requests a fair trial for him. Grimbert rushes to warn his uncle, and Reynard chooses to go. Reynard's story in true detail covers his crimes of murder, stealing, rape, and abuse. It seems regardless of Reynard's behavior, Grimbert continues the request for a fair trial and empathy from the individuals they have wronged. Perhaps it is the concept of it that appeals to people to stand by family regardless of their behavior. Perhaps it is the individual that needs to be forgiven, to be selfish, to be harmful. People feel owed to do without repercussions for their actions. Does that mean the people wronged are required to tolerate and keep toxic Reynards in their life because they are family? When does the suffering of the individual heal and move forward? When does forgiveness include the person doing the forgiving? The blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. When an individual is consciously choosing toxic behavior and wants to drag everyone around them down, when abandonment is near or when those suffering are no longer willing to comply, the immediate poisonous phrase is, blood is thicker than water. It becomes a meaningless phrase under poisonous circumstances, indicating the person choosing to separate themselves from something hurtful to them. There is something wrong with them. It is always the thief that feels robbed, huh? Why does blood is thicker than water become the mask to invalidate a survivor's abuse? The toxic individual hides behind the fabrication and utilizes it as an excuse. You have to forgive me because we're blood. I'm your mother. I'm your father. I'm your brother. I'm your sister. I'm your uncle. I'm your aunt. I'm your grandfather. I'm your grandmother. I'm your daughter. I'm your son. I'm your wife. I'm your husband. Behavior is not excused or more acceptable because they are related. In fact, due to blood is the very reason why boundaries should be respected even more so. There is no encouragement to abandon family, but if it is necessary to provide a safe haven for yourself, there is nothing wrong with that. Sharing blood is not an invitation to make someone else's uh, your property. People are not objects. It should be acknowledged that the unhealthy Reynard Fox in our lives are not owed boundaries to be crossed. Respect is not a difficult action or decision. Families do not own anyone and never the right to abuse another. The victim deserves to be protected instead of being silenced and expected to tolerate it. The victim is owed their voice and met with love for being strong enough to speak. Should the victim forgive? 
I would encourage it because it heals the victim more than the other. The other one has to accept their actions are wrong and forgive themselves. Do not invalidate their experiences to appease the ego of a parent or child or uncle or spouse. Each individual is owed their respect and boundaries to be respected. If that cannot be complied, then they owe right to walk away from it. They own right to create a bond like the blood of the covenant to be thicker than the water in the womb. Those relationships become golden because the survivor understands they do not deserve to be mistreated and choose individuals who respect and love them because they do, not expecting to give love and respect in exchange to be disrespected or abused. That is the article that I uh, wrote. Obviously, Blood of the Covenant. And it was on my mind very heavily because it is very aggravating to me whenever I see that an individual will abuse the phrase like, ah, it's okay because we're family. No. (laughs) No, it is not okay. In fact, your behavior is worse because we are family. The fact that you had the audacity to feel like that gave you a legit excuse makes it that much more problematic. It is truly mind-boggling that instead of choosing to do better, or be a better person, a smarter person, a healthier person, having a healthier relationship with another family member or just people in general is always the most difficult thing. Not because the actions of it are difficult, but rather they seem incomprehensible because it doesn't seem like they're getting anything out of it. Because only selfish people truly struggle with the idea that the world doesn't revolve around them, right? You uh, mistreat uh, the members of your family. You mistreat your uh, your daughter. You mistreat your your niece, your your mom, your 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 wife, whatever it is, right? You mistreat them, and when they are not willing to abide by what you define as forgiveness. Or as what you define as how they should act or how they should choose to deal with you. Or how you decide that they should have you in their lives regardless of any reckless or disrespectful behavior. Instead of doing the good deed, the right thing, not just for the sake of morale, but for the sake of actually just having a healthier relationship with that person. You take the the non-consequentialist attitude of, yeah, fuck it. Doesn't matter what I do, I'm going to do it anyway. Because you're not even thinking about the consequences. You don't even consider them into the equation at all. You don't even try. And that's that's the part that's troubling because... Usually, friends who have 
had uh i guess found themselves in similar situations will often bond with other people who are in those similar situations and create a better bond outside of the womb huh hi there's the rub right i think it is bullshit that people feel like because you're a family they are owed no one is owed anything. No one was asked to be brought into this world. No one put in a request. Is it appreciative that a family, you know, I don't know, maybe the, uh, another phrase, I wiped your ass. I love, I love hearing that. I love fucking seeing it. I live for it. All right. Sounds great. No one told you to. Not that I'm being any less grateful, but just because you did something for me when I was in the most vulnerable state as a baby does not mean I am a doormat, does not mean my boundaries are not to be respected. If I do not like something and something makes me uncomfortable, just because you claim you wiped my ass when I was a baby does not give you the authorization to do what you want and how you want when you so choose how you want to treat me. Because the truth is, when people throw that phrase around, I often want to ask them, hey, <laughs> um, so here's my issue. I don't let anyone treat me that way. So are you actually asking me to make an exception for you just because you're family? Guess what it sounds like. Treat people with respect. I don't care if you're family, if you've been dating for 40 years or two days. Be respectful, honest, and communicate. Like, genuinely communicate. So much can come from that. I mean, so much. Honesty will tell you where the other person is coming from, where their head is at. Communication will even stabilize that even more. Because you're having a genuine conversation, which includes <laughs> you talking and then listening to the other person. The communication is just not like running your mouth. It's talking and listening to the other person and then continuing the conversation from there. Then respect. Respect, you know. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. You know what I mean? Like respect. You don't need to like someone to respect them. Like, it's not really a requirement to like them if you're just going to respect them. Because if you respect another individual, not only will you gain genuine respect from that, it says so much about you as a person. So, yeah. That's, that's my rant for today. Because I think it's BS that people think that just because they're family, they can do whatever they want to you. And that's not how things are supposed to be. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And for those of you who are like, yo, I totally agree. You're probably from a similar family. Hey, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And for those of you who are like, hey, Cadma, where you been? You keep disappearing. I'm like, well, <laughs> you can find me on vocal.media, either posting up short stories, uh, poetry, entering contests. And sometimes I will go into a rant, much like this one, and I will put it out there. Because I am not scared of that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, you'll find me there. You'll find me on TikTok sometimes. Underneath Cadmania. Uh, anything that has Cadma to it. Trust me, that is where and how you will always find me. 
uh, on any of my social media outlets, but generally I do tend to use vocal.media the most and TikTok and Instagram. I mean, I have a Facebook. I just, it's there. I just don't use it. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Bye.